days. The very first time I have followed an animated corgi. Uh, great. Well, congratulations to Her Majesty on her, let's admit, fantastic, brilliant achievement of reigning for 70 years. Now, as you probably know, and as you've seen from the animated film just now, the Queen loves corgi dogs. And they are quite cute, aren't they? They're just lovely. And uh, I've got a little friend in the congregation who's lent me their corgi dog for this morning, who's going to help me uh, do my talk. They are very, very cute. Now, here's a picture of the Queen with James Bond and two of her corgi dogs. This photo was taken just before the Olympic Games uh, 10 years ago. Now, I'm going to be asking all the children here to see how many corgi dogs you can count over the next 10 minutes. Now, some pictures you'll see are of other types of dogs not corgis, and they don't count. We're only interested in corgis this morning. And we'll see at the end if you get the right number of corgis. So we're starting with two. And there are prizes for getting the right number of corgis at the end, including, I would say, the queen of confectionery, which is uh, chocolate orange. Chocolate orange bar for the first person and other sweets for the others. So are you ready? To count the corgis, they're starting with two there. Okay. Some of us can remember what we did on our 21st birthday. For some of us, it was too long ago. We can't remember. But we, some of us can. Maybe we celebrated with presents or a party, uh, maybe cards with keys on. And the keys will represent the freedom that we now had as a fully grown adult. But on her 21st birthday, Princess Elizabeth spoke not about her freedom, but about her duty, which she vowed never to neglect. I declare to you all, she said, that my whole life, long or short, shall be devoted to your service. And as we look back on her 70 years as our queen, who can deny that her whole long reign has been utterly dedicated to us? What an amazing record. That is royalty with loyalty. Now, the queen's full title is Her Majesty Elizabeth II, by the grace of God, of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland, and of her other realms and territories, Queen, Head of Commonwealth, Fount of Justice, Commander-in-Chief, Defender of the Faith, and Supreme Governor. That's her title. And she's a good driver as well. She once, uh, she once drove the Saudi Crown Prince Abdullah all around the grounds of Balmoral in a Land Rover. Now, women were not at that time allowed to drive in Saudi Arabia. And the queen, she wasn't just driving, she was careering round corners, uh, accelerating along the narrow roads uh, on her narrow estate, talking with hand gestures all the time that she was driving him. And Crown Prince Abdullah begged her to slow down and to concentrate on the road ahead, and he was a quivering wreck by the end of the tour. But the queen just looked at him and smiled with satisfaction. She was at that time well into her 70s. Well, most people her age 
uh, ended their careers uh, for a life of gardening and cruises 35 years ago. But the queen still has not retired. I'm not sure Prince Charles completely appreciates that, but she still hasn't retired. What is her secret? Well, in one Christmas speech she gave one year, she said this, Jesus Christ lived obscurely for most of his life and never traveled far. He was rejected by many, though he had done no wrong. And yet, billions of people now find in him the guiding lights for their lives. I am one of them. The queen follows Jesus, who is the king of kings and queens, and who laid down his life in love and service of others. The queen's mother read Bible stories to her every day when she was little, and she taught her how to pray. The queen rarely misses an opportunity to be in church and is said to keep a well-read Bible by her bedside. The evangelist, Billy Graham, met the queen on several occasions. Here's one occasion, and he wrote this in his autobiography. He said, I always found her very interested in the Bible and its message. And the queen once said, I know just how much I rely on my own faith to guide me through good times and bad. I draw strength, she said, from the message of hope in the Christian gospel. Well, some of you have met the queen. Hands up, have you ever met the queen? Nobody. Well, I've, I've seen the queen at a distance. Hands up, have you seen the queen at a distance? Okay, that's more, more, of a, more of us. How many of you have been honored by the queen in some way or re- ever received something from her, a letter or a card? No, nobody. Well, she sends cards to people who live to 100 years old and she signs every one of them personally. Um, I can imagine how exciting it must feel to be on her birthday honors list or to get a signed letter from her. I know someone who's received it and I've seen her signature. Now, the queen can bestow honors on you. She can make you a lord or a lady or a sir or a dame, but she cannot make you her child. She cannot turn you into a prince or a princess. Even if you kiss a frog, she cannot make you a prince, okay? She cannot adopt you into the royal family and bring you in line to the throne. She can't take you back to Buckingham Palace to live with her as a son or daughter. But the Bible says that if we have faith in Jesus, God adopts us into his family. And he invites us to his heavenly home to be with him forever. Now, some people say uh, that Princess Elizabeth, as she was then, sneaked out of Buckingham Palace and joined in the street celebrations on VE Day, which marked the end of the Second World War. And apparently she mingled anonymously in the crowds, dancing and cheering with everybody else. I once read that the Queen used to slip out in disguise to see a West End show with Prince Philip when he was alive. And to be honest, I don't blame her, because I don't think I would like to be caged up my whole life even if it was in a place as posh 
as Buckingham Palace. We've all read fairy tales of princes becoming paupers. But the ultimate riches to rags story is in the Bible. And it says that the king of kings and the Lord of lords emptied himself of all his majesty. And it says he left heaven's glory and he became a crying baby on a bed of straw out of which an ox or a donkey had just lately been eating its lunch. That's what, that's what his first cot was. And it says Jesus made himself nothing. He was a refugee with no rights, fleeing for his life from King Herod. And then he was a sweaty builder's laborer. And then he was a homeless and penniless preacher. And he washed people's feet and... Doing that, he took the job of the lowest-ranked servant that there was. And then he descended even lower still to become the innocent victim, dying a lonely and painful death on a cross for us. Never has anyone so regal been so rejected. But he willingly did it because he loves you and he loves me so much. Right, we all live in a broken world with broken hearts and broken lives. We're all a bit broken, really. We're estranged from God until we accept Jesus' royal pardon. And the Queen once spoke about this really clearly. She said this, Although we are capable of great acts of kindness, history teaches us that we sometimes need saving from ourselves. She said, God sent into the world a unique person, a savior, with the power to forgive. Forgiveness lies at the heart of the Christian faith. It can heal broken families. It can restore friendships. It can reconcile divided communities. It is in forgiveness, she said, that we feel the power of God's love. What an amazing preacher she is, isn't she? An amazing evangelist. And as I come to a close, I want to ask this question. Do you have room in your life for God's love as she does in hers? Because God offers it to you. He offers to forgive all sins, everything you feel bad about, and to reconnect you to Father God, and to adopt you as his son or his daughter forever. It is my prayer, said the queen once, that we may all find room in our lives for the love of God through Christ our Lord. See, Elizabeth II loves Jesus. She trusts him as her savior. She serves him as her Lord. I wonder if you do today. God save our gracious queen, Long live our noble queen. Right, how many corgis? 20? 21, a little bit more than 21. More than 22. More than 22? Yeah. There was more than 23. Right at the back there? 23, more than 23, yes. There was 25. Yes, you get the chocolate orange bar. Yes. Hey. Well done.
there were 25 corgis, which was the age Princess Elizabeth was when she became our queen 70 years ago. Right, for those of you who didn't quite get the right answer, because there were some distracting dogs in there as well, there were some celebrations to pass around. Anyone take one and pass it on, sweetie? Take that and pass it around to the other children who uh, had a guess. Uh, she was 25 years old when she became our queen. That's very young. And now she's a little bit older, isn't she? Right, we're now going to listen to a song which has been uh, specially written for this Platinum Jubilee. It's a song called Rise Up and Serve. So let's listen to the words of this song as our service draws to a close. (laughs) 